We often wonder how our fascinating and what seems like flawless framework actually functions. This intricately woven wonder somehow runs seamlessly while we go about our day. This mysterious, well-oiled machine contains chemistry that's more complex than most can comprehend. We'll break down the human body on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI, the topic-based show where we learn about an interesting topic while we learn English. And every week, we tackle a different topic. And this week, we are looking at something that we all have in common. In fact, there aren't many things that we have in common, or at least that's what they'll have us believe. But this is something that we all have in common, and it's our bodies. That's right. And careful, let's start with the pronunciation there. It's not body, like oh, it's ah. Like when you go to the doctor and he says, open up your mouth and say ah. You go ah. Well, that's the same vowel sound. Vowel sound is sonido vocal. Remember, vocal means that you express your opinion. Vowel is A-E-I-O-U. Okay, okay, I know, I know. We all have different bodies and they are as unique as snowflakes. But it's something that we all can say. We have blood. We have organs. Uh, most of us have a brain. I don't know about everyone. <laughs> well, and we're not just going to look at biology because as many of you guys know, I'm no expert in anything. So I'm, not, I'm just going to tell you some fun facts while we learn about the human body and all its eccentricities. Uh, eccentricidades, I think you say in Spanish. And there are a lot of them. I mean, just think of how many bones and all that stuff. It's it's just an immense machine that we, as I said, don't even really understand. And if you don't think so, well, yeah, we have general practitioners who are doctors who study the body or deal with the body in general. But the body is so intricate that we even have specialists who just focus on one part of the body. And even they are still researching and looking for answers and doing tests in order to advance maybe uh, our lives or at least better our lives or, or live longer. Uh, and well, this is where medicine, biology, and the human body all come together. And of course, there's a symbolic element as well, as all of you know, and we'll look at that as well. And of course, we've got tons of idioms that have to do with body parts and organs and all that stuff. And we're going to look at those idioms in the bonus part of the show. Now, for those of you who don't know how it works, every week you've got a free podcast. But then if you're a patron, if you're a part of my curious community on Patreon, well, then you can have access to bonus audio. You can have access to classes with me. PDFs with the vocab, and so much more. If you want more information, as I always tell you guys, go over to patreon.com slash 
Alberto Alonso. And you can find out about becoming a member. Our community is growing every day. And I must say, I feel so lucky to have each and every one of you. And if you guys who are listening are not part of that community and you want to join us, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and find out which one is right for you. There's something for everybody. And the most important thing is you're going to learn English, you're going to have fun, and you're going to learn so much more than just English, as my tagline states. A tagline is como una frase lema. You'll learn so much more than English. And if you don't believe me, again, you can just talk to my patrons. And speaking of my patrons, I want to send a shout out to each and every one of you guys, because you guys are the producers of this show, as well as my amazing students. So a shout out to all of you, especially my super duper students, Javier, Francisco, Tony, Roberto, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, Edgar, and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Diego, Carmen, Diana, and Pilar. Thank you so much. I couldn't do this without you guys. If you want more information, go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso, and join our curious community. All right, now let's get back to business. Volvemos al lío. We need to look at that intro because, as always, it's chock full of repleto de juicy words, palabras jugosas. I started by saying we often wonder. Nos preguntamos a menudo. Wonder. Remember, this word is preguntarse and wander is deambular. It's, I know, a tricky one. That's why I wanted to highlight it. So, pregúntate esto. Me pregunto si le gusta deambular a él. I wonder if he likes to wander. See, guys, if there's anything we looked at so far, it's vowel sounds here. And I want you to focus on those because, well, sometimes they're the same as in Spanish, but then we've got ones that you guys don't have. And those are the ones you need to focus on. And it's true. We wonder about our body. We don't know how it works. Of course, people study it. There are doctors, biologists, chemists who understand it. But again, I don't think anybody has a thorough, you know, complete 100% understanding of the human body and how it works. And even things that were proved many years ago are disproved centuries later. So it's a constantly changing world. And it keeps us wondering constantly. And then I said, it seems like a flawless. And a flaw is una imperfección. So if something is flawless, it doesn't have any flaws. Great way to remember this is a diamond. This diamond is flawless. And then I said the word framework. Those of you who work in IT, information technology, you're probably familiar with the word framework. Cuerpo. It's another way of saying a body. So let me go back because you're missing all this alliteration, all these Fs. We often wonder how our fascinating and what seems like flawless framework actually functions. And actually is realmente, no actualmente. Actualmente is currently. And functions, well, you can say functions or works. Pero yo iba por la F. Then I said this intricately. Now, intricate is something that is very small, very detailed, woven. And to weave is tejer. 
So this intricately woven wonder somehow runs, se opera, se, se maneja, seamlessly. And if something is seamless, es sin problemas. Now, obviously, there are problems. That's why I said most of the time. <laughs> well, of course, uh, then we have problems. We get sick. We, you know, we break bones. But again, the body is still running seamlessly and it knows what to do. It's smart. It knows where to send the white blood cells and the red blood cells. And what are we doing the whole time? We're just going about our day. Nosotros a lo nuestro. Then I said this mysterious, well-oiled machine. And the mysterious is because, as I said before, we're all trying to understand it, but nobody truly does. And a well-oiled machine is, I think, like you would say in Spanish, funciona como maquinaria, like clockwork or like a well-oiled machine. Then I said it contains chemistry, química. Remember, it's not chemistry, it's chemistry that's more complex, más complejo, than most can comprehend. Now, hay gente que lo entiende, que lo comprende, pero la mayoría no. Then I said we'll break down the human body on this week's episode of FYI. And I think this is a great word because breaking down, well, that's what our food does. I use that word on purpose. It's to make smaller, desglosar, romper en trozos. So I thought it was an adequate word. We'll break down the human body. No body, body. So what, uh, what is it made up of? De que está compuesto. Well, almost 99% of the mass of the human body is made up of six elements. Those elements are oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, and phosphorus. Now, there are other elements in our body, as you well know, but these are the big ones. These are the ones that are taking up all the space, and to take up is ocupar. Then 60% of the human body is water, as you know. So these elements combined, as you know, form water, hydrogen, oxygen. But 60% of the adult, now remember, we have to make a distinction too. Not all bodies are the same. Uh, women's bodies, men's bodies, adults, children throughout history have had different characteristics. But we're talking in general here. So up to, que es hasta, 60% of the human adult body is water. We are water. So I guess when Bruce Lee said, be water, my friend, we could have said, well, we already are. <laughs> Um, I guess that's why water is such an essential element, too, in, on this planet. You know, we need it for life. You can go without eating, I think it's uh, three weeks, but water? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Now, again, don't take any medical advice or anything I say as, you know, the, the World Health Organization. Uh, I'm not the World Health Organization. I'm just giving you some general facts about this intricate system called the body. And make no bones about it. Que quede claro. <laughs> did you see what I did there? <laughs> well, that's right. We're going to talk about bones. But I used an expression. Make no bones about it is like no te confundas in Spanish. So, how many bones are there in the human body? 
How many bones are there? I think I remembered learning this number. There are around 270 bones in human infants. 270. And I know what you guys are thinking, but didn't they tell us in school it was 206 or 213? Around there, 200 and something. Yeah, well, that's an adult. So wait a second. Are you telling me we have more bones in our bodies when we're infants than when we're adults? Another thing that throws me off is 206 to 213. I mean, there's some leeway there. Hay un poco de espacio ahí. Well, obviously, some humans have different uh, number of ribs, vertebrae. Some people have an extra digit on their finger or they're missing a digit. So they say between 206 to 213 bones. Now, here's my question. Can you name them all? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I think I could name like the big ones, but 206 bones. I think in school, I had to know at least a uh, hundred of them. I remember on an exam, I filled out this chart and I could name at that point over 200 of them. But now I think the only ones I know are like femur, you know, femur, the, the well-known bones, the, the bones that people normally break, no? <laughs> las que rompemos al final son las que conocemos. And what about muscles? These things that are kind of over the bones, you know? I love when you see those layered uh, graphs, you know, de capa, and you see the muscles, then you see, you know, the veins and the blood vessels, and it's kind of cool to see all the different layers, las diferentes capas. All right, so let me put you to the test here then. How many muscles are there in the human body? Did you take a guess? The number is 600. There are 600 muscles in your body. I don't know about you guys, but I think I've probably used just maybe a third of them, if that, un tercio, 600 muscles. Where are they all? Well, if you think about it, just in your face, you have 42 different muscles. Yeah, so you could tell your trainer, uh, yeah, I, I worked out this morning. I worked out 42 different muscles. And your trainer will say, really? What did you do? Well, I smiled, I frowned, I winked. <laughs> oh, and in the bonus part, we're going to look at all these bodily functions. How do we say tirarse un pedo? How do we say eructar? These other things that we all have in common. Well, we're going to take a look at that as well in the bonus part. And I'll tell you guys again, if you're not sure if you want to become a patron, let me know. It's no problem. I'll send you the bonus content. This way you take a look at it, see what you think. Hey, no strings attached, sin compromiso. But there's a lot of interesting stuff that you're missing out on uh, if you're not in our curious community. Honestly, it's a lot of fun. I think about it every day. I really have a wonderful group of students, and we are all learning together. So join us, guys. And we're planning a party, too. Once this COVID crap is done, we're going to throw a bash. Un fieston. So join us, and you can be a part of our curious community. Now, back to the body. To the body. How many songs have the word body in it? You know, I'm gonna rock your body to the break of day. 
All right, so if you don't know how to pronounce the word body by now, you got to listen to some music. And there's another one that, uh, a classic song, which is a play on words, un juego de palabras, uh, a pun, and it's a song that goes, I ain't got nobody, yeah, no, nobody cares for me. I'm so sad and lonely, sad and lonely. Oh, sorry, I, I went off on a little tangent there. <laughs> All right, well, let's look at the major organs. And I'm not talking about an organ in a church. I'm talking about the organs in our body. Let's start with the core, the heart. That's right. Now, this is one of the toughest words to pronounce. So, guys, let's get it right out of the way. J suave, A, R, T, heart. Ya está. <laughs> heart. ¿Ves? No, ni gear, ni gear, ni, right? Heart heart. So, one of the things I found interesting about the heart is that the word in English for for ritmo, compas, latido, it's the same word, beat. So, it's no wonder why some people just have rhythm. They know how to dance because their heartbeat syncs with the beat of the music. And when you think about that, there is just something so elemental, so basic, so innate. I mean, it's something that we're born with. It's deep inside us. The rhythm, boom, boom, our heartbeat, B-E-A-T. And obviously, depending on your BPMs, your beats per minute, many of you who like techno music will know that. Well, I'm talking about your heartbeats per minute. How many times do you think your heart beats per minute? Over the course of a day, your heart beats 100,000 times. Now, give or take, again, some people have abnormal heart rhythms and things like that, but in general, 100,000 times a day, that boom, 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 boom. And it pumps blood. Over the course of a day, to pump is bomba, right, bombear, Acuérdate de los Reebok Pump. Uh, me acuerda uh, a otra canción. Esos son Reebok, son Nike, so Nike. That's actually, this is the rhythm of the night, hablando de beat. Well, over the course of a day, que es una forma de decir en un día típico, your heart will pump 7,571 liters of blood. That is a lot of blood. And let's look at the pronunciation of that word. No es blood, it's blood. B-L-O-O-D. And remember, when you have blood coming out of your body, the verb is to bleed. You are bleeding. It's an irregular verb. It's bleed, bled, bled. But we'll look at bodily fluids in the bonus part of the show, let's move on to the next organ, your lungs. And of course, we use our lungs to breathe. Remember, the verb is to breathe and the noun is breath. We inhale or we exhale. And another way to say that is to breathe in or to breathe out. And I had no idea, but your left lung, tu pulmón izquierdo, is about 10% smaller than your right one. 
Yeah, guys, remember we said it's perfectly imperfect? I think there's a reason for that. And as you guys know too, our bodies have developed and changed throughout the years as well. And in the bonus part of today's show, we're also going to look at something that blew my mind. You remember your appendix? Remember how that's not really necessary? Nobody really needs it? Well, recently they proved that maybe we do need it. And we'll find out more about that in the bonus part. Let's move on to something that I think has a really appropriate name. Your liver, tu vividor. <laughs> it's great because, well, you can't live without it. As they say, you can live without your appendix, which we already know. But your liver? Uh, nope, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And we all think, I think when we think about our liver, we think about it as like a, a filter of sorts. But our liver is a multitasker. It is multifunctional. It slices. It dices. No, it's broma. This is what they used to say on the infomercials. Los cuchillos estos ginzu, right? It slices. It dices. Hace de todo. Es lo que viene a decir. Yeah. Well, our liver simultaneously performs over 200 important functions for the body. Yeah, you could say we need it to live. Good name, liver. Obviously, some of those functions are including the supply, supply of suministro. We knew that from the Greece episode last week of glucose to the brain. Also combating infections. It stores nutrients to store as almacenar. So don't give your liver a hard time and drink a lot because it's working hard and it's doing a lot of things at the same time. Now this next organ, I know people who have gone their whole lives without using this organ. They might have it, but they don't use it. And we're talking about your brain. <laughs> I was joking, guys, but it's funny, though. Uh, we use the word brain in such a figurative sense, the same way with hearts. We, you know, we think about love. Well, brain, we think about our mind and, and intellect. So just remember the symbol, uh, you know, the symbolism of all of these different organs and blood. Think of the biblical symbolism of blood. I mean, we're talking about so much more than just a physical, biological human body. Well, our brain is connected to a lot of different things, especially our nervous system. And it blew my mind when I read that information goes through our nerves. Are you ready for this? At 400 kilometers per hour. You know, I think it's faster than the internet at my house, to be honest. I mean, talk about broadband. Our bodies are really high tech. And uh, another interesting thing I found out here about the brain, we talked about water before. Well, the brain's got a lot of water in it, but the majority of the brain is fat. It is one of the fattest organs in the human body. I, you know, I, I, I thought fat, maybe I thought the liver, maybe the kidneys, los riñones, but I didn't think of the brain. But yeah, the brain is a fatty organ and an average brain weighs around three pounds, which if you convert that, that's 1.4 kilos. Now the next one, the next one, I don't even know what it does. I think this is kind of a this organ that everybody knows about, but nobody kind of knows too much about it because we give a lot of attention to the heart and to the lungs and, of course, to the brain. But el bazo o la bazo. Yeah, I think it's el bazo. 
Yeah, well, it's a bodily organ in English. We call it the spleen. And I Googled it because, okay, heart, I can tell you it pumps blood. You know, I can give you the basics here. But the spleen? What does the spleen do? ¿Vosotros lo sabéis? Bazo? Well, let's look into it. The spleen is like a security guard, right? It basically is that bouncer at the club. Ese eh, portero en la discoteca that uh, doesn't let unhealthy blood cells get through. It says, I'm sorry, guys, you're not coming in. You're not dressed correctly. And so what it does is it recognizes these old or damaged red blood cells and it removes them from your body. Uh, it breaks them down. Toma esa palabra de, de la intro. It breaks them down and it saves any useful components. It knows. It says, let's keep this, uh, something such as iron, for example, and let's get rid of this crap, esta caca. So the spleen, so underrated, but it seems like it's doing a really important job. Now, the next one I thought was funny because we don't think about this, uh, this major organ until we've got to go wee-wee. That's right. <laughs> Till we have to pee. <laughs> and that is your bladder. Your bladder in Spanish, you say vejiga. And uh, it's one of those that, you know, you forget it's there. You're just like, oh, yeah, my bladder. Until you're like, oh, man, I've got to find a bathroom and quick. And as we say in English, when you got to go, you got to go. And, you know, we talk about that a lot. A lot of times in English, we'll say, oh, man, my bladder is full. Well, I was curious. What does that mean if your bladder is full? What is a full bladder? Well, a full bladder, a healthy bladder, can hold one and a half to two cups of urine. Urine, orina. That's 300 to 400 milliliters. This is during the day. And about four cups at night. So 300 to 400 milliliters during the day and 800 at night. I guess that's why you wake up every morning and you have to pee. Your bladder's saying, okay, we're whole, we're up to our 800 milliliter limit. We're done. All right. Well, we have a couple more and then we've got to get going and we're going to kick off the bonus part. But the kidneys, which I already mentioned. Now your kidneys, this is riñones. It took me a while. I have to be honest with you guys. It took me a while to learn all of these in Spanish. And your kidney is roughly, roughly as más o menos, the size of a large fist. And as many of you guys know, it's kind of like bean-shaped, como una habichuela. And it's located on either side of your spine, tu espina, below your ribs, costillas. I know those of you who love to eat ribs, costillas, know that one. It's behind your belly. Your belly is tu so if you can imagine where it is there. But what does your kidney do? Because we've heard this one. I think this is, you know, the spleen, as we said, is one that's underrated. Well, we hear a lot about kidneys. And their main job, as I said, this is, I'm trying to simplify things without turning this into a biology lesson. The kidney's job is to filter your blood. And what I'm realizing is the body has a lot of different filters. Well, there's a lot of different components, a lot of chemicals going through there, and there have to be a lot of different fail-safes. And a fail-safe is un plan de respaldo, like a plan B. Just in case something gets missed, well, there's something else that's going to catch it down the road, whether it's in the digestive process or who knows, many, all the different systems that we have in our body. 
The next one is the pancreas. The pancreas, which I think you, I, I don't have to tell you which one that is, porque suena parecido. We say pancreas. Well, it's an organ that's located in the abdomen. You say abdomen, we say abdomen. And it plays an essential role in converting the food we eat into fuel for our cells. It has two main functions, the exocrine function, which helps in digestion, and the endocrine function that regulates blood sugar. So we're not gonna go too much deeper into it, but just remember this, it's really, really important. And lastly, we'll wrap up with my favorite, the stomach, of course. <laughs> Don't they say the way to a person's heart is through their stomach? Well, that's true. And we're going to look at, as I said, some idioms that come from the body in the bonus part of today's show. But let's just look at the pronunciation. Stomach, stomach, no stomach, or stomach, right? Stomach, stomach. And also to stomach something is tragarlo. And when I say tragarlo, I mean to stomach is aguantar. I can't stomach those images. No aguanto, no soporto esas imágenes. Imágenes, excuse me. And we all know the stomach is, you know, after we eat some food, it goes down, down the chute, as we say. Down the chute is... No, tragarlo, abajo. But that shoot has a name. It's the esophagus, as many of you know. That's the good thing about medical terms. A lot of times they're words you will be able to recognize, medical and biological terms. Now, the, the pronunciation is quite different, but at least you'll remember it. So it goes down the esophagus into the stomach where it's broken down. Ahí lo tenemos otra vez, esa palabra. It's broken down. It's digested by all these stomach juices, as we call them, these acids that we have in our stomach and this is uh, this is referred to as mechanical digestion but then after that that's when the hard work comes in and that's when our small intestine which uh, as they say they call it the small one but it does most of the work well it uses these uh, these enzymes and it absorbs the nutrients for the body to use. So when you eat an apple all those nutrients that come out of it the small intestine is saying hey, hey, you you're not going anywhere. We need that vitamin B or whatever nutrient you might be putting into your body at that time. And the large intestine, yeah, he's large and in charge. No, como que decimos large and in charge, como es grande y manda. But not really. As I said, the small intestine's the one who's doing all the work. The large intestine just takes that liquid waste and it turns it into solid stool. And the word stool is taburete. But also, if you go to a doctor and they ask you for a urine sample, then it's orina. If they ask you for a stool sample, then they're asking you to bring feces, ethis. And you know what, guys? I think this is a good point to end the episode once we start talking about you know poop and all that stuff i think it's time to move on but you do know we have an expression in english we say if something is the s-h-i-t well that means it's awesome so we'll end this part of the episode saying that f-y-i is the and I hope everybody, <laughs> you get my joke, everybody? Okay, bad joke. I hope everybody joins us in the bonus part of today's FYI.